Hello, I'm Alice Murray, editor of The Drawdown, and um, I'm delighted to be joined, joined again by Troy Pospisil, uh, founder and CEO of InCloud Council, um, for our third instalment of our recent series with Troy. Um, so today's session, we're going to be thinking about the future, more specifically, how the regulatory landscape for private capital funds is evolving, how investor demands are changing, and how InCloud Council's offerings aim to support these developments. Welcome back, Troy. Hello, Alice. Good to speak with you again. Good to see you again. Um, okay, so diving straight in, um, it's no secret that managing a fund from a legal perspective is becoming increasingly complex. Rising investor demands and more regulation are key drivers. So how is InCloud Council supporting its clients against this backdrop? Yeah, that's a great question. And we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but I think this goes back to our investment in building tools to capture and use the data associated with documents. And so, you know, even if you look at simple contracts like NDAs, we've built a number of data management and reporting tools that allow our clients to maintain compliance uh, around various important key terms within those contracts, things like uh, standstill agreements. We've built a lot of interesting workflow and data management tools, uh, helping our investors manage their restricted list. Um, you know, the other thing that we've built that is really interesting and I think underappreciated is tools to automatically allocate costs uh, to particular funds. Cost allocation has been a hot topic within private funds asset management for a long time. And it is critical that everything you spend money on, I mean, at, at least in the US, the SEC cares about every single dollar, every single penny, that you have good systems in place to make sure you're allocating costs to the right uh, fund or, or other bucket of spend, maybe, maybe the management company or to the right portfolio company. And so we have built a lot of tools where for every contract that we process for our customers and every unit of work that we do, we capture the exact legal entity or fund group or specific fund that that uh, contract is being processed on behalf of. And then we have built our own custom invoicing engine that allows us to break up invoices uh, in really any customized way to meet the needs of our very complex financial services customers. So I could go on and on about data and we've talked about it before, uh, but that's a big part of helping to maintain compliance in an increasingly regulated universe and with increasingly demanding and sophisticated uh, counterparties, particularly in your investors. The other uh, really big investment we've made that we are launching over the next few quarters is a new tool for fund documentation management. So uh, as we've worked with our customers, one of the pieces of feedback we've gotten is it is awesome uh, that we have so much data and so much organization around the contracts that you process for us, things like NDAs and joinders and non-reliance letters and engagement letters. Uh, but we don't really have this level of organization around some of our most important contracts and namely our fund documents, our limited partnership agreements and our side letters to those limited partnership agreements. So we are in the process of launching a software tool uh, that has a lot of unique and specifically uh, tailored features for managing the data in fund documents, um, allowing organizations to easily digitize 
the data inside those documents, uh, replacing the compendia that most people rely on to access the information in those agreements. And then to also uh, build workflows around the obligations within those contracts so that any uh, very large multifunctional organization can ensure that they are proactively uh, managing and following through on all of those obligations. So at a very high level, it allows you to uh, quickly create tasks, uh, assign tasks to different users or functions within your organization, get notified that you have upcoming tasks or obligations, do uh, when users do follow through on those obligations, they can certify that they've done so within the software, upload supporting documentation so that you build a really clean audit trail. Uh, and then ultimately it allows you to have confidence and to communicate extremely confidently when you send certifications to your investors that you have met all of your obligations. There's a whole nother suite of features around uh, reporting against negative covenants uh, which helps you stay in compliance. And there are activity-based obligations that can be created uh, automatically when a particular activity comes up, uh, which gets into the nuances of, of, uh, of fund administration and uh, fund documents. But those are some of the ways that we are helping our customers uh, meet the increasingly complex needs and demands of both regulators and investors. Excellent. Well, it certainly sounds like you are responding to, uh, to an increasingly complex, um, complex world for the managers. Um, okay, so um, within that, I mean, some of the points that you've raised on there, it sounds like these sorts of solutions are going to have far wider uh, benefits and consequences beyond the legal team. So like when you're talking about the LPA um, tool that's coming through, uh, that's going to massively help with investor relations, right? Being able to be ahead and, and meeting those obligations. So, um, yeah, how, how would you say that this, these tools and, and, and this software helps kind of the wider team uh, and especially things like driving accountability? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And that's actually one of the main reasons I think we built uh, our new software tool to support uh, following through on your fund obligations. The legal team is generally tasked with uh, working with outside counsel to negotiate fund documents. And they obviously do that with input from the investment team, from the investment relations team, from the compliance team. Uh, but for the most part, that sits on the shoulders of the legal team. And when they're done, they're left with probably about 500 pages of PDF, uh, which are the LPA and the various side letters associated with uh, that fund that they are, they've now closed. But the obligations that sit within that fund and the reporting that you want to do within that fund are going to impact every function within uh, a complex asset management organization. And so while the legal team may then be given this 500 pages, and be tasked with uh, making sure that they are doing what they need to within that document. The only way that they would be able to do that is if they engage the entire organization. And that becomes a really complicated problem. Uh, it becomes very complicated for them to uh, notify the various functions, whether that be the finance team or the compliance team or the investor relations team, that there are certain things that they need to follow through on. And so what our tool allows the legal team to do is digitize that contract 
and build workflow functionality so that they can uh, assign and notify and help all the users within their organization track that they are meeting the obligations that need to be done by their function uh, to meet the overall goals of those fund documents uh, to their and meet all the needs um, or the obligations that they have to their investors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which that's the most important party. That's the that's the crucial job of the GP, right? Um, okay, so uh, so obviously you talked about this kind of new tool on the on the LPA side. Um, what other innovations or new service offerings have you been working on, or, or might you be considering? It's uh, a great question. So. We're building a lot of features to make uh, everything that's done on our platform more efficient. Uh, so there are a lot of new uh, workflow tools. We've invested quite a bit in machine learning and artificial intelligence to speed up uh, various repetitive processes that take place on our platform. As a, as a small example, uh, for every contract that we process, we put the key legal terms of the final contract into data format. We've, we've talked a lot about data in our conversations. Uh, we have now amassed enough data that we're able to build extremely accurate uh, predictive machine learning models to automatically extract much of the data for the high volume repetitive contracts that we process. So for a thing, for documents like NDAs, where we're capturing the key uh, key terms like the date the agreement was signed, the jurisdiction of the agreement, is there a standstill that's been agreed to within that document? We can now automatically uh, create that data set for almost every contract with a degree of accuracy that is near 100%. Um, so that's really exciting. Uh, and then uh, for more complex contracts, we use those machine learning models to make it uh, easy to identify the terms where information may sit, which really speeds up the process of turning those contracts into data. Uh, but you know, in general, our vision is to help organizations turn all of their contracts into accessible, actionable data, whether that's the contracts that we are negotiating in a high quality, consistent, uh, fast fashion like NDAs and joinders and, and non-reliance letters, or it's your most important, more complex contracts like purchase agreements, credit agreements, and fund documents. So we've got a lot of features that we're investing in and that we'll be rolling out around uh, capturing data more efficiently and being able to use that data in the best way possible within your organization, whether that be obligation management or reporting and benchmarking. Okay, wow. So not much going on for you then. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you um, you recently uh, expanded into Asia. Uh, you opened an office in Hong Kong. Um, so, I mean, now okay, uh, that makes you a fully kind of global service provider, global offering um, for your clients. Um, does that mean that you're going to expect to continue to off uh, open new offices, or are you done? Have you got enough? Uh, so our customer list includes basically every global uh, private funds asset manager uh, in the world. And we are committed to allowing them to have a single source provider globally for the problems that we solve. There, is, there are huge benefits to having a single provider globally. You can have a standardized process 
uh, globally for the legal team. They can have a single point of contact that is managing this for them at scale across jurisdictions, across languages, across time zones, and all of the documents and the data associated with those documents sit inside one single system, which is hugely beneficial for compliance purposes and allows you to benchmark and report across every contract you're processing globally in a single location, which historically was essentially an impossible uh, thing for these organizations to do. And so we will grow with our, wherever our customers need us. And so today we have operations in Europe and we will cover contracts in essentially every European jurisdiction. Uh, we help customers with contracts in South America and we help customers with contracts in Asia. And we will invest uh, however we need to to support uh, our customers globally. Oh, very kind of you. Um, okay, so um, and, and continuing to think about the future and um, what your clients might need from you, what do you believe are going to be the major trends facing private capital markets over the next uh, next couple of years, next three years, um, and how does InCloud Council fit into that future? Uh, so, you know, digitization is a word that gets thrown around a lot, and I think COVID has uh, put digitization into warp speed. But digitizing every single process uh, within an organization is something that is inevitable. So. Things that were happening over phone, over email, over emailing attachments, you know, that those are all going to be digitized into more efficient workflows that can track more data about those processes and make those processes more efficient. So we are no doubt a part of that trend. Uh, I think data-driven decision-making is going to become, uh, is, I mean, that's been happening for a long time. If you look at any investment firm the number of sources of data that they are using to make every decision, um, investment decisions in particular. I mean, if you look at the most sophisticated uh, private equity firms and hedge funds, they now probably have uh, dozens, if not hundreds of data subscriptions that they are using to help them make more data-driven uh, decisions about industries, about particular companies, about the competitive environment and the companies they are investing in. and that will extend into every part of the business. And so when it comes to legal contract, we've talked a lot about benchmarking, being able to negotiate from a more informed data-driven perspective. Uh, we are no doubt a part of the trend of helping organizations make better data-driven decisions across all aspects of their business. And we focus on the documents within the legal department. Uh, and you know, competition, yeah, it's no secret that the private funds asset management is growing. Large capital allocators over the past several decades have continued to increase their allocation into alternatives, into private funds. Uh, what was a very, very small part of uh, the allocation of large uh, pools of capital 40 years ago is now one of their largest, in some cases their largest. And so that means more more investors in the private capital markets across every asset class, across private equity, growth equity, private debt, infrastructure, real estate. And uh, with competition, you, you've just got to get better across every aspect of what you do. Uh, raising capital, uh, negotiating purchase agreements, negotiating credit agreements. And if you are organized and have the data on what you've done historically, 
and are proactively managing your obligations to your investors, you're just going to be you're going to be better. Uh, your investors are going to think you're more organized. Uh, they're going to appreciate that relationship more when they're deciding, you know, this year, do I want to invest in your fund or the hundreds of other funds that are coming to market? They're going to look favorably upon you if they have seen you be well organized in the past. Uh, you're going to be better at negotiating credit agreements if you can quickly benchmark against what you've done historically, and you're ultimately going to get better economic terms and better legal terms, better covenants um, within those documents. And that will ultimately uh, lend itself to getting better returns, which is what in a more competitive environment is going to be much, much harder. The, the last thing I would say uh, in terms of something I think everyone needs to be aware of is cybersecurity. Uh, we're not a cybersecurity provider, but we invest a great deal of energy and money in making sure that all of the data uh, that we touch on behalf of customers and really anything that happens within our organization is secure. And so I think for private equity firms and for really anyone who's managing sensitive information, and I don't think anyone would argue, would argue that private equity firms and debt investors and any investor don't have very sensitive information sitting within their organization, they just need to get smart on this. This is not uh, something you can just pay lip service to. The leadership of every organization needs to educate themselves on, on data security, on the risks uh, that are out there that are ever present and increasingly present uh, within enterprise environments. And they need to make sure they're doing everything they can to secure their data, their investors' data. Um, and they need to make sure that they're partnering with service providers who are taking it as seriously as they are and making the same investments that they are. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. The um, yeah, as you say, that that kind of digitization and and data uh, evolution is is happening and and is absolutely the future. But that comes with um, being able to govern that in a, in a safe manner and um, yeah, being sure that that everyone is protected. Uh, most of all, obviously, your investors. Um, Excellent. All right, Troy. Well, that's all we've got time for. Um, thank you again. Uh, really interesting conversation. Really great to hear what you've been up to and uh, and what's in store for you. Yeah, Alice, thank you for taking the time. This was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. My absolute pleasure. And thank you very much for listening. <laughs>